Welcome. You're listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I am your host, Max, along with your other host, Shreyas. And let us talk sports. Amateur Hour. This podcast is also, I should note, brought to you by the Believe Network. Every topic, every team, everywhere. Hashtag. Do you believe? Uh, folks, we've got sports. We've got an in-season tournament that I think is surprisingly cool, and people go surprisingly crazy. Uh, so we're going to talk about that, and we're going to be talking about the <laughs> highest-paid player in the NBA right now and how we feel about him through the first few games of action. So without further ado, uh, let us go to the weekly highs. The weekly highs. All right, folks, so I've got the weekly highs this week, and I've got a joint high. I've got half personal, half sports. Uh, so I did end up flying home back to uh, Boston, back to Massachusetts for the holiday. Had a great holiday. Mom and Dad, if you're listening, thank you very much for hosting me. Thanksgiving food was top three this year all time. I mean, probably, honestly, probably even number one. The food was so good. Uh, the oh, squash, baby. the potatoes, the stuffing, the, uh, the green bean casserole, which I'm not normally a fan, was banging. The turkey was cooked to perfection. Uh, and it was absolutely delicious. And my kind of combo there is I was able to go to the Celtics game with my family. We had great seats, and this was against the Hawks, so I saw that Jalen Brown oh, poster no. on Clint Capella literally right in front of us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, yeah, yeah, big dog. It was so cool. It was yeah. awesome. It was awesome. So that was super cool. Um, I, it was great to get home, kind of take a week off, recharge the batteries, and uh, now we're back. Stray. Uh, sad take us down to the lows <laughs> the lows okay yeah um so for my weekly personal low uh max i've been i think i've had the worst cold i've had in years Oof. um <clears throat> dude and i'm still trying to get over it too i'm, I'm like all the the back end of it oh fingers crossed hopefully um, but man, like normally when I've had a cold of late, it's been like a weekend type cold, like, you know, some you're in and you're out. Yeah. Yeah. Some just some like, like, uh, like a head cold, like congestion, runny nose for a day and then, you know, take some medication. And then by Monday, Tuesday, I'm feeling like a lot better. Um, dude, I was coughing up a storm like for like four or five days like 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 i don't know how graphic i get very phlegmy yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i was i was very phlegmy <laughs> um for the for the past couple of days um thankfully and so this is kind of like uh saving grace thankfully i was able to celebrate thanksgiving healthy and then fridays classic classic when i uh started to feel like a little scratchy throat. And then Saturday I was like, Oh no, this is more than a scratchy throat. Like, um, yeah, just but, not good. Just not, yeah, fun. not great. Not great. Um, and then, yeah. And then the past, I had to take, you know, a couple of days off work and then it was just like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to relax for a little bit and then, and then, you know, get back to it. So, so for my sports low, uh, I'm going to talk about, uh, the ball family. You know, ball in the family, Max. Um, Lamelo Ball 
another ankle injury. Uh, Same right ankle that he fractured uh, last year that ended his season. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had an he had an ankle injury in that last year prior to that fracture too. He sprained his ankle, so he missed a, he's missed a lot of time with ankle sprains over the past couple of years. Um, it just feels like the Ball family cannot get healthy. Lonzo, like, is that a tipping point in his career? Like, is he ever going to come back? And now Lamelo, um, you know, m- much more talented in terms of uh, like his his height. But is he now going to be like you know more cautious about playing, and is the team going to be more cautious about him playing his minutes? Like you know, his is he going to be more less aggressive when he comes back? I don't think so. I don't think so. Season-ending injury last year, he comes back and he was absolutely balling out. Twenty-four points per game, couple thirty-piece triple doubles this year. Mike, like watching him play is to me a phenomenon because he plays so much different than anybody I can really compare him to. He looks like he's on like water skates. Yeah, that's, so that's the thing. He plays at, exactly. So that he's playing at such a speed that like so cool. But I don't know when you constantly are like injuring your ankle, like it has to like at some point get into your mind. Like after okay, now it's like the stop, fourth or fifth stop. time. Like fourth or fifth time. Stop. <laughs> fourth or fifth time. Like is he gonna? Is he gonna have that same aggressiveness every time? Is the is the team because the team is so awful. It's just so bad. They have to what be more mean? cautious about him too. What do you yeah. mean? <laughs> you know what? I actually made a, I made a, um, uh, I made a bet, Charlotte. I took, I, I think it was just like a throwaway bet. I made a Charlotte Hornets to make the playoffs bet. It was like plus, uh, sixty thousand or something <laughs> before the season. I was like, I gotta take, I gotta put a dollar. Yeah, on why it. not? Like, why not? Try right. <laughs> <laughs> now it looks really stupid, but you know, October Shrey was like, this is genius. <laughs> this is gonna hit because Lamelo's back. Like, oh, well, they did beat the Celtics, and they uh, they did. Oh, jeez, don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't get me started on that. Oh, they beat the Nets yesterday with no Lamelo with Rozier, who went bonkers, thirty-seven eleven. Yo, bonkers. my boy Rozier was going crazy. Um. And we're playing each other in fantasy basketball this week, Max. I don't know if, 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 if you're keeping tabs on that, but wait, are uh, we? Oh my god! I yeah, my lineups. Um, did I win last week? I gotta know. You yeah, did. No, sorry, I think that's yes. Yeah, you did. Yes! <laughs> you're doing well Dude, this week. You're like three. Dude, that was close. You're three oh and two. God. Dude, you're so much better this year than you were last this, year. Like, Oh, that last year, for those of you that don't know, I played fantasy basketball, and I think I went two and 16. They went two like and 16. It was, like, it was, pretty, it was pretty bad. But you had Kate Cunningham. He went out within, like, two weeks, and then you're – Oh, you felt like yeah, you're stopping me. Yeah, because I didn't set my lineup all week. I'm chalking this one up. It's already Friday. Oh, yeah, I didn't set my lineup at all. Well, and and we're gonna get into this, Max. But um, one of the reasons why this this week is gonna end up shortening, right? There's no games on Sunday because of the in season tournament. We're gonna mm-hmm. talk more about like the schedule and stuff. But um, but yeah, it's really it's really tomorrow's last week of this matchup, and then and then on to the next one. And the next week is gonna be crazy. Next week is in is is gonna be a cluster F in terms mm. of the matchup. There's only like. A couple games per team is crazy, but yeah, we'll get into that. Well, let's uh, well, let's talk about let's talk about it. Let's talk about the uh, or do you want to talk JB first? Ooh, you have a coin. 
Let's go Jalen Brown, actually. All, all right, folks. All right, we're going right. to dive into the meat we and went. potatoes. <laughs> and we're going to talk about the highest paid player in the National Basketball Association right now. That man goes by the name of Jalen Brown from the Boston Celtics, a hmm. seven-year veteran. Uh, the man is making going to be making upwards of $60 million per year during the final, I think, two years of his contract. Uh, what is it, like three thirty, three hundred thirty million, something and, like that. And yeah, and I think it's and it, who knows if he's on the Celtics for the end of it, but the end of it, he's going to be making sixty seven, sixty nine million or something like that, like something. Yeah, insane. close to seven. It's it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So, Shrey, based off of the first few games of the season, how do we feel about his level of play, knowing that he got the absolute bag, is set for life. And is on the basketball court. How do you think those two are stacking up? How do you think? Um, it, it's not. It's not. It's not where I want it to be. Um, like obviously you expect a little bit of like, okay, he got his bag, but we can't be the team that you have that mentality on when you're still vying for a championship, when you're all in the way we are, the way Brad Stevens has built the team. You can't, you can't have that. Like, Oh, I got my back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm chilling now. Um, it just feels like Jalen Brown is still trying to find his place on this specific team. Uh, he's picked it up a little of late, but of late Porzingis has been in and out of the lineup. So Brown has gone to be that, you know, that role he was in last year. But when Porzingis is in the lineup, it feels like he's not being as aggressive um, in taking the shots that he's supposed to take and being a facilitator. Um, But it feels like when I'm looking at Tatum, Tatum's on every night. Like, I haven't really had any complaints with Tatum this year. He's been rebounding the hell out of the basketball He's been getting to the hole. He's been shooting pretty well. Like he's like, but what I'm seeing from him, even if the shots aren't going in is his aggressiveness. And, you know, he's still facilitating the ball. He's still that primary ball handler um, because I trust him with the ball in most occasions. I know we'll see what happens when the playoffs come, but, um, but with Jalen Brown, I'm just not seeing uh, the, the necessary improvements that I thought I would see. He's still uh. having an issue with, the left hand. I know it's a meme at this point, but there's times where he's, he's not, his straight line drives on his left hand are fine. But when he crosses over to his left hand or when he tries to, you know, make moves off his left hand, like it's still, it's shaky. Like he, I like, so, um, I don't know what you think, Max, but I feel like he's, there's time. He should not be the third. He should not ever be considered the third option on this team whether Porzingis is on the floor or not and I feel like that we're getting to the point where it's back and forth with him on that uh here's the thing all right okay he's getting paid more than Nikola Jokic Joel Embiid Giannis Antetokounmpo Kevin Durant Devin Booker Jason Tatum at this point uh, Stephen Curry uh, uh literally everybody in the league he's getting paid more than he is averaging, and I know we're not a big stats podcast, but let me break some numbers down for you here, people. He has had, I, I believe, two, maybe three 30-plus point games this season, okay? We're 17 games in. That's unacceptable, right? You're getting six. He's had, he's had two. Oh! 
Okay. Two <laughs> 30-plus point games this season. He is averaging 21.9 points, which is an uptick from when I checked two weeks ago. Okay? He was averaging 20 and change. He's averaging now 21, almost 22. 22 points per game is lower, way lower than in 2020, 2021, when he was averaging 24.7. 2021, 2022, 23.6. And last year, 26.6. We paid him his salary based, I would think, off of last year's numbers. To, to, to go four, five points down, average less per game, is ridiculous. Not only that, but he's shooting much worse. His yeah. field goal percentage went from 49% to 45. Yeah. His three-point went slightly better, but his two-point conversion percentage went from 57 to 52. A 5% drop in, in, in layups and jump shots is terrible. His free throw percentage, free throw, you would expect him to improve every year, has gone way down. Dude, and now I I'm going to go over to... I can never expect him to make a free throw at this point. I just in the Did you watch the Orlando Magic game with the one where we yeah. got absolutely spanked? Yeah. He shot Dude. like dog doo-doo. And in in here's what and I'm the Charlotte game. Yes. We win the games where he plays all right, but when he can't contribute anything and it falls solely on, you know, like Jason Tatum and then the rest of the I mean, we Celtics have a really good team. Celtics have a really good team. I love it. Right. And so people might argue that say, oh, well, there's so many more options. You have Derek White. You have Drew Holiday. You have Chris Stapps Porzingis. I don't care. Jalen Brown is supposed to be a perennial scorer. It's what he's there for. He's there to do everything. I, I'm happier right now with how Derek White is playing. He's not scoring as many points, but he's doing the things that he needs to get done. Yeah. Jalen Brown's assists are the same, and his rebounds are also down. So I'm going to go over the eye test now, too, right? Watch, watching the decision, like you said, watching some of his drives, watching some of his shots, watching the decisions that he's making, Really, really bad. Really bad. A lot of his, like, three-pointers, you got guys wide open, and you can literally stop the film and slow it down. You've got a uh, center under the basket. You've got a wide-open wing in, like, Sam Hauser, JT, or, or, you know, Drew or Derek White. And he's choosing these contested pull-up threes. You watch defenses literally straight close them out, try to run them off the line, and he's still going to pull that shot. I don't, remember what ga- I don't remember what game it was, Max, but there was a still shot of, like, Porzingis asking for the ball in the paint, and then... Yes, um, it's, that's the one I'm referencing. He, you're yeah, and he just pulls up, and he's like, he's literally like asking for the ball in the paint. That was the like, Charlotte game. We would have won yeah. if we gave him that. Uh, yeah, and he took yeah, the three. His yeah, free so throws, his free throws. Oh, yeah, I can't trust him. That game's four for seven. I can't trust him. That's so it's bad. Like, it's like Julius Randle at the line. I can't trust him at the line. Yeah, right. And we think about his three point percentage. He's shooting thirty four percent. On his career, he shoots 36, so he's shooting yeah. even worse. Yeah, it's fine. How, how it's does not, it make sense to me, Shrey? How does it we're make not, it, We're not paying fine. That's the thing. Oh, we're not paying fine. It, it, this is just like Joe Burrow. We talked about him last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. He's playing like he like doesn't want to get hurt. He's playing like he just got paid. The, 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 the fire under his ass is gone. Pardon my French. I'm really, really not not happy. He stinks. Yeah. And I know, you know, we're going to see the 30-point game two nights ago, and we're going to say, you know, or by the time you listen to this, you know, 30-point game a couple nights ago, you're going to say, no, 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 he's good. He's back. Mm, no. I'm not, I'm really, I'm really not, not happy. So well, that's so my rant. The, the thing is, like, I, because we have so many options on the, on the, um, on the, on the starting lineup, I don't expect him to, to score 30 every night. What I do expect is, a level of effort and not just like uh not just like a 
uh, a dis- yeah, just a better decision making and and better um awareness. Yes, right, yes, like a better yes. a better game feel pack. a better feel for the a better feel for the game. I feel like Porzingis and and just to, just that engagement level throughout the game that I feel like Porzingis, Derek White, Drew Holiday, Tatum, they've all given consistently. Like I don't expect the shots to always fall. And because no, you have a no. because you have a good team, you're going to have games where everyone scores double digits, right? Maybe right, right. So you, you might score less, right? But everybody has ten plus, right? But it's about it's about like you know what shots are you taking? What like you may get twenty, but are you shooting five for seventeen or are you shooting five for eleven? And they're all good shots, right? So it's like, are you getting to the line? Are you making your free throws? Are you passing the ball like are you you know what i mean like how are you playing within the flow of the offense it feels he feels just disjointed to start the year and i'm sure that's just a part of the the offense but i want him to make better decisions even if they're not in the flow of the offense at this point in the season so 100 100 yeah. and and like you said we're not paying fine and yeah i think even Shrey, even without this contract his level of play would i would not be happy with it say he's making the exact yeah. same he has another year or two on the same contract that he had prior yeah. i would still not be happy you don't want to see your guys regress that much yeah i mean five percent on your shooting percentage is huge that's four huge. points per game four or five points per game is huge massive yeah that's two extra shots that you're not taking i mean his actual field goals attempted and, and made way less yeah, yeah what's his attempted, uh, what's his attempted argue. so we're looking compared at to last goals. year well so compared to last year so 18.4 versus last year 20.6 now you can argue the attempts is because the ball's getting shared more which yeah. hypothetically i'm fine with that yeah but his field goals made is 8.3 down from 10.1 yeah see so that's the thing is like he's taking two less shots but he's also m- making less shots so You're right we go back to 2021, 2022. He had the exact same attempts at 18.4. His field goals made was 8.7 versus this year, 8.3. So again, you see a regression. It's a small regression, but it's a regression nonetheless. Yeah. Right. And I know we know the numbers don't tell you everything, but that's why I want to reference the eye test and watching him do some stuff. You're like, wow, that was not a good play. That was not a good decision. Mm-hmm. He's this can't continue into 20 into 2024 max like into into January like this year. Yeah. yeah. It's, no, m- meaning like meaning like oh, new year, once new we year. Yeah, yeah, once we reach the new year if if he still feels disjointed in the offense then I'm going to be worried. But, you know, I'm going to give it a couple months. They're still winning. The, the the only Celtics as a whole very happy with. Yeah, the only issue is like they're still kind of getting into that like slippage, you know, that where they just like play down to their opponent like they did in the past couple of years like you know how they lost to the magic three times last year like they lost again and they lost, they lost again the orlando Charlotte. magic that's their finals that that's beating the celtics <laughs> is their finals no no but i'm not even kidding though uh that that's the only time where i've been like wow joe Mazzula like didn't have control of the game and we always go to him calling timeouts that's the only time this year where i've really felt like geez Mazzula, call a timeout a 17-0 run once you get to like eight oh ten oh that you should call a timeout probably like the like the losses this year max Minnesota Philly Charlotte Minnesota was a good game though and or and Orlando no but what I'm saying is like the game was good but we're losing to competition that we should be clearly better than Philly's the only team that I feel like okay they're gonna get yeah. our number once we're gonna get their number once like that type I wanna, of thing. 
<laughs> on that, I want to share. I want to share something with everybody. So I was at the gym the other day when I was talking to my friend, and we were talking about teams that we like in the NBA. And of course, the Celtics come up. You know, that's our, my hometown team. Uh, but my buddy, he said he's like, I like the Celtics. Like I, you know, I think they look good. Yada yada yada. From across the gym, some dude that I've never seen, I've never talked to. He comes across. He walks up to both of us. He said, "Brother." Brother, I promise you the Celtics are going to fall apart by December. The Celtics system is done by December. I promise you. I promise you this. And I was like, I looked at him. And I said, what are you talking about? He's like, he's like, the Celtics are fraudulent. Chris Stapps Porzingis is a one-dimensional player. Drew Holiday isn't that good. Jason Tatum isn't good. I, look, I literally looked at the guy dead in the face. I said, are you a Lakers fan by chance? He said, yeah. How did you know? I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> wow, you called him out. <laughs> he went on to say, he went on to say, though, this is the best part. He went on to say that over the past six years, the Philadelphia 76ers are a better team than the Boston Celtics. Uh, to which I reminded him, I said, how many it? times has Philly been in the conference finals in the past five, six years? Yeah. And let me, let me read you off the Celtics resume because I said the Celtics at this point, I would say, are an experienced playoff team. I said Eastern Conference Finals, Finals, Eastern Conference Finals, unfortunate second round, Eastern Conference Finals, Eastern Conference Finals. Crazy. Philly, I think you second round exit or first round sweep by us. You remember that? <laughs> the fake the fake confetti? Yeah, I remember that too. Oh you, man. Uh you would have had a better time arguing uh with the wall behind you, Max, than you would have that that Lakers fan. I think that would have been a better experience. He, he, apparently the Celtic system is going to fall apart within 30 days, so, uh, which I guess. All right. I guess we'll see. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'll put the countdown right now. I think uh, uh, I'll, I, I will say I, I still don't like Missoula, Max. <laughs> like, I know. You don't like, I no? Know. No, When he Max. wore those yellow tinted glasses, he grew on me. <laughs> yeah, I, well, okay. So I don't like him. I, I think he's kind of quirky in a good way. I don't like how he coaches. I think if and if if there was any thing that could hurt the Celtics come the postseason, it's how he it's how he coaches and how he creates lineups and um mm. his style of play. Because I think we'd be so much better if we didn't take like fifty threes a game. But that's just that's just him. Like if the data says take more threes, he's gotta be like the full extreme of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like that's just got to be him. Um, so I mean, I feel like we'd be this team would be good with or without Missoula. Like Missoula is mm. not some like insane coach, and why they're on this winning streak. The Imagine if we still won. had Ime Udoka. I mean, look at what he's doing. No, 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 literally, look at what he's doing with yeah. the Rockets. I know. He like uh, the dude, Rockets had, are not bad at all. He, dude, he had he had the be- he had the best job, dude. He had the and best. He blew guy. it. I can't believe he blew it, and it hurts. But he did. Mm. He blew it, and I. I, don't... I was talking to a guy so who tough. used to be a, a a physical trainer at uh at Oregon, and he said that uh he knew Ime, uh, and he just said when he heard about the the scandal and stuff, he 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 couldn't believe it because he said he was always like a very nice, super respectful guy. Yeah, uh, pretty quiet, keeps to himself, but you know, like good on the basketball court, incredibly athletic. So he he was just but he'll a call shock you to out too, like. He, oh he my called, god! I love that he held that he holds his players. He accountable. held people accountable. Love that. He, he benched Marcus Smart in playoff games at the end of Go. games because be- he was like, shooting so bad. Like I was like, I can't believe 
he has he has like the balls to do this like this is great like and then Missoula comes in and he's like well I'm a new kid and Marcus Smart is gonna like you know tread all over me and so Marcus Smart's taken like five three pointers in the fourth quarter of playoff games so that's the thing it's just like I think he's like a he's just gonna be like a numbers guy he's gonna be all about the numbers and that's just gonna drive all of his decisions I just don't get I don't know if he has a basketball feel and that's the only thing I'm worried about is he doesn't have much basketball feel like mm. eye test feel mm. okay that's fair. That's fair. All right, Shrey. Well, so quickly, what are your what are your kind of thoughts um, on the in season tournament? Right. So we're about to enter the elimination rounds, um, and and we're on that next phase of the World Cup style. Um, yeah. After going through those games and kind of watching some of those, how do how do you feel about how the the tournament was implemented? Some pros, some cons. I, I have a couple off the top of my head, but I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah. So um, when the when the tournament started, I didn't really feel a effect. Um, like the beginning like group stage games um i just i wasn't into it where i was like oh i gotta watch this in-season tournament game i just knew it because you know the court changed and then but i wasn't like fully aware that like the style of play had changed once we got to these end of group stage games like where people are trying to get placements into the knockout round and like you know try to get be at the top of their um top of their groups and stuff I felt there was a difference, um, especially with um, people trying to like teams trying to get that pl- uh, point differential and uh, make sure that they secured spots regardless of uh, how other teams played. You mean looking at other teams and stuff. Um, there are some things I would tweak and I'll, I'll wait uh, for your input before before I bring that. But um, I like this, the what happened the other day with like the last day of group stage, I thought that was awesome. I thought those Mm. games were really fantastic, high paced, uh, watch to the end. Even if there were a blowout, I was watching to the end because I wanted to see if like the Celtics, uh, played, um, who they just play the bulls. They just played the bulls. Right. And I was, I was, I watched max. I watched the, the whole entirety of that game. They were up like 30 and I was trying to see if like the bull scrubs would make the point differential so that they couldn't get into the knockout round. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I, I, I was like, I'm like, normally when they're up 20 in the fourth quarter, I'm I've turned off the TV. I've changed it to another game or something. But I was actually right. watching that game. I was like, oh, interesting. I, Trey, I agree. I think I think it increased. It did what the NBA wanted it to do. It yeah. increased viewership in the middle of this season, this middle stretch. Mm-hmm. I know last year, the, these November games, nobody cares. You watch yeah. the first, you know, five games of a team. You're like, okay, I have an idea of kind of where the standings are, yada, yada, yada. Let's see what's going on. Boom. This adds more excitement. And I think it's great to see guys step up and teams step up. There's a lot of money on the line for them. That's what they're playing mm-hmm. for. You get the tournament, the trophy, a little bit of hype. You know, I, I think that's actually really cool. One thing I don't think we should ever do again is make these god-awful uh, uh, courts. These courts, some the of them courts are, are, are – Yeah, the courts are bad. God awful. With the streak in the middle. Who's the designer of that? I don't like, okay horrible. though. Like magic, magic, I'm cool with. Celtics, magic was good. Right. Indy, Indy was good. Chill. You like in, Indy's a little a little uh, abrasive. Uh, it, it, that that, violet, the, or that that teal and that yellow. Yeah, the light blue and the yellow. I kinda like that. Because it, okay, it with the right. with the Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know who I don't like though? Um we got Chicago. Oh yeah, yeah. And what who is it? What was the team that had the, the bright red? 
What was the team that had the gray streak? Awful. I don't know what the team that was. The that Nets, was. Utah's is actually kind of cool. The the full purple. The Pelicans yeah, they, though. The uh, it's like the Halloween thing. It's the purple and green. Oh no 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 no! Awful. Awful. Nah. I, the thing is, I can't even see the players on the court for how. Though Chicago, Chicago, I could not see a single thing. Chicago's Chicago, is red. Really that red is so deep that it's just like by the light. It's like it's just like everyone like sinks into the court. I'm like, what am I watching? <laughs> Houston's Houston's is terrible. Uh, Portland's a lot of the red courts. They should not be done. Philly's yeah, not, really not bad. Not um, Detroit's is okay. The Magic's is all right. Bucks, ew, gross. <laughs> Do not like Bucks it. Had the, Bucks had the gray, right? Was Bucks had the gray in the middle? No, Bucks have that like lime green in the middle. The oh, tan no, no. pop on the outside. No, no. Portland to have the plaid on court is not. <laughs> Raptors have gray. Grizzlies yeah. have gray. Brooklyn, Brooklyn has gray. Kings, Spurs. Eh. My got my even my sons. I'm I'm a little. All right. So anyway, besides yeah. that, courts mid to bad. Mid Max. at best. Uh, question for you. Do you feel like they need to raise the stakes still, knowing what we know now? I, I still think that they could raise the stakes, whether it's them, yeah. m- more money a on the line. Dollars. Yeah, whether it's a, I feel like a million is good. Do you still think they need to? Because, you know, the original, like, raise the stakes rumor, not rumor, but like uh, Reddit ask, I guess I would say, is that people wanted, like, teams to get a, a playoff berth like a secure playoff spot for winning the tournament do you feel like uh, that is something that's feasible in the future no because or... of the parody this year we're gonna have the toronto raptors guaranteed for a playoff spot like like hypothetically i know they're not yeah. actually in it right, right but we could have the new orleans pelicans guaranteed this year like that's i don't i don't know if i love that and how would you right. work out seating at the end of the year Still based on their record, but then the lowest one if they were trying to get in and they get bumped. Nah, let's see if we can get something else. You get a guaranteed shoe deal. You get a guaranteed. Uh, oh, you could have an additional custom jersey. I don't know, something like. What that. if they did? What if they did like what uh, the MLB did? Um, they, I know they took this out, but the MLB All Star Game uh, used to be the winning side, East or West, used to get um, ho- uh, home field advantage in the world series yeah oh if if the winning side like meaning like if an eastern conference team won then the eastern conference team gets home court in the finals like would would that even if they have a worse record even if they have a worse record would that be that's chill i like that because they they worked hard and they won the in-season tourney but it's just so nice to have a little bit more stakes right these next elimination games we know that the team that loses goes home yeah which they're, they're still going to be playing, right? We still have plenty of NBA action, but it's cool to think about the fact that they're going to be knocked out for this kind of just section, which I well, think is I, super cool. And I think people want to go to Vegas too, Max. I think Vegas, Vegas is a big the players. Yeah, no, I think the players somebody who just went to Vegas, Vegas, outside of the strip, oh, I'm, oof, it's it's tough out there. I am not you're, a Vegas you're, you're fine with a, a once in a while. I'm fine with once in a 10 years. Uh, yeah. Vegas. Like the strip, <laughs> the strip is the American Vatican. It's so cool. You see mm. like what happens when you have unlimited money to just do whatever you want. I mean, there's a reason those buildings are so tall, right? Yeah. So they're gaudy. They're, um, you know, they're super flashy, cool, but flashy, they're yeah. flashy. Yeah. But outside the strip, man, tough. But not, the players, but the, pl- 
but it's like go. you know what i mean like that's what they should some... do Shay. that should be the reward if you win they send like uh they give all the players like several nights at a strip club in vegas <laughs> <laughs> complimentary of adam silver <laughs> like, you guys have earned this Go James, Harden, James, James Harden, Harden, Harden averaging 40, 40, 20, and 10. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get this vacation. <laughs> I need this, man. I need this. <laughs> it's oh. so much different from my nights out in LA. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, no, but I, I, I think I, like, I'm like i surprised. Outside I, think, I think a million bucks. I think a million bucks needs to happen next year. I th- yeah. also think that the last day of games – um needs to happen around the same time because one thing that was happening was uh with the point differential being a factor teams were like looking at okay yesterday the team that needed to win one by four we now need to win by 28 right so they know already it's already in the in their head what their differential is whereas if they're all playing at the same time, roughly, you kind of just have to play your game and hope for the best. You know what I mean? So, right, right. Like the Celtics knew they had to win by twenty-four, and that, and that, um, and that pissed off Billy Donovan. Right? You remember Missoula had to go up to Billy Donovan when and when they were doing the hack of Drummond up thirty, and be like, "Hey, we're trying to secure the thing. You know, this is not a th-. right." And and, and like. It's not personal, buddy. Just business. Exactly. What do you feel about the players having gripes about the point differential thing? I felt like as a fan, I was watching the games, but like, for the I point like, differential for the stakes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't that that the play, all the players hate it. Every player like hates it that they're because they because they're running That's up the cra- score in a sense. That's crazy. You know what? You know what's crazy is um when you take games off because you're like, oh, well, we're already up by 15, so... Oh, my we'll God. Let you Wait, what is this, Little League? Hey, my players are getting really upset. I need you to tone it down. You can still win, but don't win by that much. It's a... No. It's literally, you're, you're so right, Max. It's a baseball mentality. Baseball has all these unwritten rules about... Guys, you, know you can't beat us by that much. Uh, and no, don't beat like, them to a pulp. Yeah. yeah. Don't... That, and, that's and, my thought. And don't, don't like... Yeah. Whatever happened to playing until the buzzer? Like, like, so you're telling you think- me that you're telling me that your your uh, bench players also cannot play basketball because they're up or down by so much. Like, let them play. Let the players that are out there play. Like, I don't. Get you're it. telling me that Michael Jordan would have taken those games off and been like, "Oh, I'll let oh you guys, Carmelo, I'll let you come back." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I I like it. I like the point differential. Um, yeah, if you get, if you get beaten and your your guy from another team is clowning you, tough. Shouldn't have lost that bad. Listen, yeah, and I hope that it I hope that it carries over. I don't know if it will, but I hope it carries over into into the normal games too, where like we actually get cool moments happening in games that are maybe out of hand, where it's not just like oh, for the for the next six minutes where this team is up thirty, we're just gonna get turnovers and Peyton Pritchard chucking up 40 shots like it, I like I hope oh, like you the value of the time right yeah like well, I hope like you get like dunks and stuff like that and people playing yeah. hard and and like I just want to I need them that. to cover this parlay yeah <laughs> I have Jalen Brown I, I, and two I, dunks I, I need one I, more alt spread plus, plus five I can't I, come on score 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 alt spread plus 24 oh that actually <laughs> would have been a good bet 
Celtics have to win by 24. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because they know about the thing, too. They, knew they had to. But I, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like the sports books are too smart for that. I, I don't know if I checked it, but I, they had to have known, like, that could happen. They're we'll make the, lo- we'll make, make the odds lower. Vegas always wins. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I like it. Cool. So we'll see how it evolves. We're going to see who comes out on top over the next couple of days. And uh, probably next – well, it's the 7th and the 9th. So maybe in two episodes from now, we can we can do a nice little recap. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, looking good. It's fun. I, I, I wouldn't right. be surprised if hockey comes out with the – you know what I mean? Like, hockey is always looking at what the NBA does and, and, and trying to, like, see if they can implement it. Like – if they want more popularity, they might come out with their own little in-season tournament if this works yeah, out. Guys, yeah, guys. Do better. <laughs> do better. <laughs> Don't let the Boston Bruins blow a uh, 3-1 lead this time. <laughs> if, you, know, you know that's probably going to oh. happen. So. Oh. <laughs> God. All right, folks. You've been listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm one of your hosts, Max, along with your other gracious host, Shreyas. And we will see you next time. Peace.